So welcome back to a brand new podcast episode of Family Seasons by Coach Tia and my co-host, Mr. Damien Dalcor. So welcome, Damien. What's up? Is uh, doing all right? I'm doing fine. I am, I'm doing fine. Well, this is uh, Easter weekend for those of, who, of us who uh, honor and celebrate Easter. You know, uh, I'm excited about uh, recording this weekend. As I said, this is uh, Easter weekend, and uh, I just... I'm always, and I know we both do this, but I'm always before God asking him to show me what topic we should be discussing. And I was in my devotional just the other day, was reading of how God, had, how Jesus, when he walked down here on earth, had been falsely accused, had been so mistreated, and all this, you know, led up to, you know, the death, the burial, and of course, his resurrection. But as I got deeper into that false accusation part, it began to hit me that, you know what, this is something that we should talk about because in this world, he's already told us, you know, you will have all type of issues going on. You're going to be lied on. You're going to be mistreated. You're going to be misunderstood. He said, but yet I have given you what you need to overcome the world. And so we're going to talk about how do we overcome false accusations. Let's get right on into this conversation. Well, you know, Miss Jones, this is a pretty interesting topic. Know, when you when you first text me like hey I want to do this false accusations uh, podcast I'm thinking hmm man this is deep this runs in all directions but you know you know I like to look at that Bible you know and I was like well how does the Bible deal with false accusations you know and it, it was found that Jesus primarily responded to false accusations in about about six ways you know by asking questions by, by sharing parables, by giving strong words of condemnation, you know, by referring to the scriptures, by, by, by withdrawing from the accusers, and, you know, ultimately, you know, just keeping silent. And, you know, in, in this accusation, you know, you, know, you want to do a few things. You want to take a step back. You know, you don't want to take it personally. And you want to understand, you know, your, your the, the other's attachment style you know and then you do you you kind of want to look at the logical side but there can be a lot of feelings and emotions connected with that and as you and i have discussed you know about some of our accusations of our personal lives you know the, the, the bible also says you know you should not bear false witness against your name which is in the book of deuteronomy you know chapter 5 and 20. Mm-hmm. so it is it's typically understood as a command not to tell lies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes we do say things that are inspired by what other people have said. But you know, too, you got to know your facts. You know, an opinion don't make it right or wrong. So sometimes we do. We hear things, and by the time it gets back to us, it's, it's all kind of stuff. So, right. So, and, go ahead. And, and, oh, go on. Now, I'm just going to say, you know, uh, you do. You just, um, you want to ask yourself, what what do you do when someone accuses you, uh, accuses you of something that you didn't do? Right. And, and, and oftentimes, and we know this, you know, personally, because I, I know myself personally, I, uh, it hurts more when you, with the false accusation, when it comes from someone that you love or someone that you have walked with and someone that you have, you know, spent time with or someone that you're supposed to know and someone that you think, you know, that, that are, that's there to support you and all those things. So 
you know, as, as you're listening right now, maybe you've gone through that experience. Maybe you're dealing with something right now and you're being falsely accused. I mean, when we talk about false accusations, I'm not just talking about, you know, when someone just says something and, you know, it's, it doesn't offend you, but someone says something and it, it affects you in so many different ways to the point where it affects your character. You know, so maybe they've said something that literally has been a detriment to, to your character, to your work, to anything. It, it really has taken a lot. It, as they say, it, it took the wind out of you to hear what that person said about you. How do you overcome that? I have personally been through that. And, and, it, it's, and it hurts. That is something that hurts more than anything. Because not that you try, you're trying to live a perfect life. But when you make a decision that you want to be able to help people. And you want to, you know, to love people. And yet you're still lied on. Or you're mistreated. Or you are misunderstood and you're falsely accused that kind of stuff hurts and that can be it can destroy you if you don't go back to what the word of god says it can destroy you yeah uh, it it will it will uh it, and it can i think ultimately you do you just have to you have to know, hey, that this is an accusation against you. And the devil is busy. And, you know, I sometimes say, you know, part-time Christians are going to have a hard time dealing with full-time demons. Hmm. Because they own their game. Right. And, you know, you got to understand the individual that made these accusations against you. You know what I'm saying? What right. Because what do they really have going on to, to make these accusations about you that can in turn turn around and and put them on the spot. Right. You know, so there's a lot of things. You know, you got evidence. You got documents. You got, you know, witnesses. You got, you know, the investigation side. You know, before you just come down and say, okay, yeah, I did it. Knowing that you didn't. Right. You know, so what do you do? Because we all know what it's like to be wrongly accused. I mean, it, and, and, mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, you're going to feel real angry. You're going to be very angry. That, that's one of the things that just a natural instinct is to have anger is to, as I said, you're going to be hurt. You feel, you can feel broken. You can feel um, just really empty because for you to, and like I said, I'm talking about people that, that love you. We're talking about in family and we're talking about when, uh, when we're talking about family members or, or, or close people, someone that we have a relationship with or had a relationship with and you're accused of something that can be so detrimental. But this is what I love about the scripture. That's why as I was reading the other day and, and I'm reminded of that and even experiencing that in my own life today, not, right. you know, people will say, well, you, you know, you, you know, well, you shouldn't take it personal. You're human. And when you're human, you're going to take things personally. And then a process has to happen. You have to remember, okay, what did God say about this? If I go back to what scripture says, and if I go back to what Jesus went through and not that, you know, Jesus and I are the same person, but it's just that he says, I, I come to this world so that, you know, I've, I've already bore that, 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 that pain and that hurt. I've taken care of it. He says in, um, and I'm reading this from the Amplified Bible. But uh, John 16 and 33, he says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace in the world. Here's here. This is what God is telling us. So we wondering, is this going to happen or not? He says in this world, you will have tribulation and distress and suffering. He says, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted and be filled with joy. 
because I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished and my victory is abiding. So God says, you're going to have trials and tribulations. You're going to have the lies. You're going to have people that misunderstand you. You're going to have people that don't acknowledge who you are. He says, but you've got to know, listen, that's going to happen. If it happened to me, it's going to happen to you. He says, but I have over you. You've already overcome that because I came into this world to give you a peace that surpasses all that understanding. So here's the thing. If you're going through this personal situation right now, what I I suggest and what I'm only reading what God said, he says that there's a peace that that has to overcome you in order for you to be able to keep going. I know that to be true because I had to I have to stay with this scripture because I have been totally lied on falsely accused and everything else from people that I have literally done everything but given my my left arm for, you know? So, but the thing is that God says, there's peace that I'm going to give you. And when I give you this peace, it's going to make the enemy wonder, well, wait a minute, I, I tried to take her out or I tried to take him out and that didn't work. Well, what happened? And it's because that peace that God will give you, he'll give you that peace that surpasses all understanding. You don't even understand it. You're going to be able to live and keep going and keep moving forward. And, and then maybe that person is sitting there wondering, wait a minute, you know, what happened? You know, wait a minute. I, I, I said this stuff to break her. But what I didn't realize is that all the dirt that I kept throwing at her, she was literally using that dirt to keep burying and burying and burying. But her strengths and her, her the, the, what the awesomeness that God had placed in her is really what was coming alive. So be of good cheer. God says you, you're going to overcome this thing. You are going to overcome it. I'm going to make you, I, I, I put a seat, you're going to sit in the presence of your enemies. There's a table that's going to already be prepared and you'll sit right there. You're, you'll sit before your enemies. They will see you prosper. The same ones that did all these things to you will have to be the ones to come back and even sometimes beg you for forgiveness. Look at Joseph and his brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect example with Joseph and his brothers. Joseph, when they they had mistreated Joseph so bad, and they did all these things to Joseph, and 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 tried to destroy him, but God had another plan for Joseph, and so Joseph actually was the one that turned around to be a blessing to his brothers. He didn't even hold it against them. Now you know that's powerful, but that's only happens when you got that peace of God on the inside of you. And that's and that's really true. And yeah. you know, being you know falsely accused, you know there are going to be some natural feelings of guilt. You know, like, dang, you know, did I, did I really do this? Or, you know, I know I didn't, but did something lead to that? You know, and, you know, with these people that accuse you of that, you got to know how to pick your battles. You know, not every not every situation is for a response. You know, it's, it's to see how you're going to handle it. You know, we ain't going to engage in this. And, you know, find find some support. And other people, you know, that believe in you, because we both know that you gotta, you gotta, def- you know, defend your reputation, right? You know, and identify the judge in the situation. Who, who's really leaning towards you did it, and and who, who, who said you did it, and who said you did, it? you know, plan your response. You know, they saying you did this and that. Just hey, like Jesus, just stay quiet. You know. And, I mean, and, that, and we all know that that's not always easy to do, but that is that is one of the most powerful things. And I know that because, you know, like I say, these are not things that I've, I've heard about or someone told me I live this. Matter of fact, I'm living it now. 
where, you know, a family member, someone super close to me has uh, accused me, you know, of, of doing some really terrible things. And someone asked me the other day, well, how do you feel about it? What do you think about it? And I said, listen, the person that this person told these things to obviously doesn't know me because if they knew me, if they knew my character, they would never, number one, entertain it. And then number two, they wouldn't believe it. So here's the thing. I still strive for that peace. I have to strive for that peace because right. I got purpose, right? We have when you got purpose, you don't have time to stay focused on what they said and how they tried to hurt you. Yeah. Sometimes those darts are fired at you basically to see just how well you're gonna come through these tests. Yeah. You know? You gotta have your arm on, you know? You got to have the arm on. He said it, didn't he? This is how it is to you. Nobody ever said that the weapon wouldn't be formed. Right. How you doing? So so it's okay because it just might be a test to see where your faith really lies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, you know so, you didn't do that. I know right. you didn't do it either, but you know right. what? This is the test. It's a test. You know, and we already know. Didn't he already tell us that we're going to have our trials and our tribulations? We're going to have stuff that we're going to have run, to go through. You run around wanting to beat everybody up that said you did it when you know you didn't. Hey, you finna fail the test. Right. You know, just exactly. Be, just, just be quiet. Take a step back. Don't take it personal, and and just understand. You know the attachment style, and you know come at them in a nonviolent way of communicating. You know, try to reframe things from their viewpoint. Establish some boundaries, meaning that if you know they're gonna be in the break room, then you don't need to be in the break room. Right. You know, and check in with folks that are really down for you, like your family and friends. You know, that's true. That is so true. Yeah. And talk to people. Right. They accuse me of this at work, you know. A lot of a lot of people get accused of stuff like, especially at their work, like that sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that reckless eyeballing, you know. Oh, he was looking at me. Why you know I was looking at you if you wasn't looking at me? Hmm. You know? Right. I mean that that should be a grounds right there to be like, oh, you know, <laughs> go back to your side, go back to your side, you know? Right. Because it's right. really nothing done. It's not a foul until you say Hey, sir, I really don't like how you looking at me. Could you stop looking at me like that? Okay, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. Got on them tight, them leggings, them yoga pants every day. I can't help but see you over there, you know? But All right, keep your eyes off, so. <laughs> but, you know, too. But nevertheless. You know, but yeah. nevertheless, you know, you can, get, you can get falsely accused of something that everybody else is doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's the thing where you you have to, you know, as you said, that's the thing. And it, just going back to what the word of God says, and I can't stress this enough, because as I said, these are things that we live daily. Yeah, and so and if we spend more time in what does God's word say, <laughs> how do we treat people? How do we how do we deal with this kind of stuff? How do we how did Joseph treat his brothers when they had treated him so bad and then we go back and we look at jesus and we look at as i said we're we're, we're at, this is you know this is a good friday and you know we're excited about easter uh easter sunday morning that third day and you look at how all that jesus went through being so i mean betrayed and, and lied on so many things that happened to jesus and he still you know his love for us it it, it you know it's it's just, it's undeniable. It's amazing because he loves us even when we don't do right. He loves us when we don't even show up as we're supposed to show up in the world. You know, God has given us so much power to do so many great things. And when we, we hide that or when we don't show up, you know, as we're supposed to, 
how does God feel? What, what, how does he feel in those cases? He's saying, listen, I gave you more than that. And you're still, you, you know, you're, you're hiding. You're, you know, you're, you're not being who I called you to be. He wants us to show up and to be what he's called us to be. And so uh, it's his love, his, the love of God. If we have that same love of God that, you know, if we have the same love for people that he has for us, that helps because it's hard. And, I, you know, we're not saying that it's not as, as you're listening. And as I said, you've gone through something. I understand that it's hard. You have to find a way of taking care of you. How do, how can you make yourself feel better? Because listen, we can't change what happened and we can't change that person and to get, there's no loud speaker in the world that you can get on and correct a lie. A lie is a lie and it's going to spread faster than any wildfire. That's you it. can't change that. But how you overcome it is that you get into the word and you find out what does God's peace, what does God's peace feel like? Right. And it feels like something that it's unexplainable. It's, you don't worry about it anymore. You, you, matter of fact, you turn around and you end up praying for that person that lied on you. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's how you, you that's end up praying for that person that lied on you. That's, that's how God right. wants us to operate. He seriously wants us, you know, you know, they didn't even realize that they were, that they were, you know, doing these things, not just to you, but they were doing these things to God himself. And so, uh, but he still wants us to forgive them. He wants us to be able to forgive. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from that person, but you have to move forward and, and keep your power, find your strength and keep going with that. That's true. That's real talk right there. Indeed. So, I mean, Damien, do you have any final remarks on this one? No, I mean, you know, I think we can probably catch it in a volume two or a session two. It's, it's a deep subject matter. And uh, it just, you know, it, it gives our listeners an opportunity to say, hey, where do I go? You know, on the surface of this, if I'm caught up in the middle of some type of accusation. Right, exactly. So, no, I'm, I'm okay with concluding it where we are. I think Perfect, okay. In depth, and I think, you know, we, we left it with something. Right. And I'll say this, you know, in final uh, final thoughts, that scripture, once again, is John 16 and 33. Get into that word and find out what does God say. And, and he, he, re he reminds us, he says, I have told you these things. In other words, I'll make a promise to you so that you, you're, you've got to have peace and you've got to find that peace through me. He says, in this world, you will have trouble. There's no doubt about it. There's no hiding from it. There's no yeah. running from it. In this world, you will have trouble. He says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. In other words, he said, I got you. I got it. I got you. you you're going to be okay. So as we close tonight, we're just praying that God will, will heal the brokenness because there's a lot of, there's a lot of heartache that comes along with, you know, being falsely accused. But we are praying right now that God will heal your brokenness, that he will heal you and, and not just heal you, but even heal the person that for, for some reason or another, even lied on you. Pray for that person because there are some issues going on within that person. Anytime you can lie on someone or hurt someone, intentionally, then there are some things that you're dealing with. So, you know, pray for that person. As we're praying for you tonight, we just pray that God will heal you and that he will meet you right where you are, that you will find that peace that we're talking about, that you will get to know that peace on a whole nother level. And trust me, that peace, it really is like nothing else. You will find yourself moving forward in life. You're not even focused on what they said and you, you're not trying to get people back. All you're focused on is moving forward and living the life that God has created you for. 
So let's go ahead and we're going to go ahead on and uh, close out in a prayer. I do ask that you would reach out to us at familyseasonspodcast.com. We are on iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, we're on Amazon, just so many different podcast uh, mediums that we're on. And so we ask that you would, you know, keep listening, keep sharing. We thank you for uh, being so committed to us and showing up every week to keep listening. And and uh, we're going to keep showing up as long as you, you all keep listening. We're going to keep on uh, recording. So thank you so much for being a part of Family Seasons Podcast. Uh, as I said, you can also email us on info at Coach Tia if you have any podcast topics or ideas or even if you just want to make a comment or even a prayer request. Listen, we do pray for you and we take this responsibility seriously. I don't I don't play with this coming on as, you know, and being a podcast host and doing it for popularity. We're doing it because there are some broken people. We are broken and we're, we're doing it so that we can be a blessing to people and to those that are listening. So, all right, Mr. Damon, if you will, take us out in a prayer, please. All right. Yes, ma'am, Miss Jones. Oh, Lord, your people have become unloving, brutal, malicious, without self-control, and haters of good. We pray against them right now and ask that you soften their hearts right now. Lord, we declare your peace over our life. We will not focus on the chaos caused by the lies. Instead, we look to you. We worship you and adore you because you see us and hear us. You know our truth and love us in spite of the truth. Amen. Amen.